right, you bunch of yahoos. Strap yourselves in for another episode of Dan and Don's Toxic Masculinity. In other words, shut up, sit up, and pay attention. Hey, everybody, I'm Don Fry, the Predator. Uh, Dan, the Beast Severin, is missing in action today. He had a bunch of honeydews to do. Um, he's telling us he's going to the doctor or something. We don't believe him. We know he's doing the dishes. And today's guest is currently holding the bare knuckle fighting championship, light heavyweight and cruiserweight titles. He's one of the best, if not the best, bare knuckle fighters in the game today with an amazing record of 11 and 1. And it's nice to have Lorenzo, the juggernaut hunt, join us today, man. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me, brother. How you doing today? Oh, bad back day, man. Bad back day. <laughs> yeah, them old UFC days kicking ass. They're kicking your back, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I've had more than my share of surgeries and infections and all that nonsense and coming back to haunt me now, you know. <laughs> but uh, do you wear boots, uh, shoes in, in your sport? Yeah. Yeah, we wear shoes in the ring at BKFC. Or you mean in the gym? No, no, in the ring, in the ring, yeah. Hey. Yeah, we do it all. We we're, we're not um MMA fighters. Uh, uh mostly production <laughs> boxers and uh strikers. So we don't do too much ground game in here. It's just the the knockout game, the good old knockout game. Yeah, I'm just asking about the shoes. Like you know, I'm paranoid now about the the uh, the shit on the on the floor. You know, on the mats <laughs> and because I've so many, I've had so many yeah, infections. Talking about rolling. We talking about from rolling from jujitsu. Yeah, uh, that uh, cauliflower ear and uh, uh, those uh, staph infections, all of that's like, that was all jujitsu issues. Like, uh, <laughs> we do boxing here. We do uh, bare knuckle boxing basics and boxing basics and self-defense. So we're all standing for the most part. Where are you at? I'm in Jacksonville, Florida at Juggernaut Life Fitness. Uh, this is my my new gym. Um, I've, um, I've been teaching for some years now, so of course... I couldn't wait to uh, open my own gym uh, here in uh, Jacksonville and get some things going. Let me wipe this camera off. Let me get a little fun. Uh, I look a little better. Yeah, I better. Yeah, my eye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hell, how long you been open? Oh, uh, this has been open about two months. Yeah, it's pretty. It is a pretty. Gym. It's gorgeous, man. Yeah, we did our thing in here. Um, solid gym, solid workout. You yeah. got the body here for. How many bags do you have hanging? Say that again. How many bags do you have? Oh, uh, it's uh two, four, six. It's eight bags. Um, I I don't teach really big classes. It's more like personal training, more hands-on, more one-on-one. So I'm not one of those pop-up gyms with a thousand bags and trying to get everybody in here. I'm getting them in, um, you know, um, for hands-on, one-on-one through bare knuckle training like i said i am the best fighter in the world and i need to get my hands on to kind of teach you how to do this yeah yeah you want them to learn you don't want to just run them through yeah. collect the money yeah, yeah yeah there's a difference between you and everybody else out there man i, I applaud you brother mm -hmm. I applaud you. that's nice how many rings do you have just one yeah just one ring you know only need only need yeah, one ring Arms, you know what I'm saying? And uh, like I said, I just bring them in here. And uh, like right now, we're about to have a personal training session with one of my longtime favorite students. And um, 
he's getting it in, uh, learning really fast, uh, picking things up, and we'll be looking to get him a fight here really soon in a uh, lookout world. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but the people that I work out with, the people that I train become world champions. What weight is it? Oh, uh, this is a heavyweight. Okay. Uh-oh. You, you all going to ever knock heads? <laughs> no, we we best of friends. Man. Once you punch each other enough, you just, yeah. everything's easy. Yeah, uh, yeah, but one you gonna, one you gonna have the belt, and the other one's gonna want it, right? Oh no! Hey, Brandon, come here. Well, already he, picking, already. I'm already searching shit, aren't He got a lot of fights to do, but when he get the belt, I'll quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers! How old are you guys? Yeah, uh, me. I'm 40. I think he's about 33, 34. Yeah. I'm 41. Right. Shit. Oh, happy, happy birthday, man. Tell Thank me about the, tell me the rules on the on the bare knuckle. Uh duck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep your chin down and your hands up. Yeah. So in bare knuckle, like I said, the reason it stands out to me and stand out for me is because I'm a pugilist. I'm a, I'm a guy from Cleveland, Ohio. I believe in standing up, getting it in getting your work in, maintaining mobility. Uh, we used to have to watch out for multiple attackers. You know, when I was a kid, they never came one at a time. So the ground game was the easiest way to get stumped. You know, right, guys, yeah. Now I, you're down. I tell people that. I tell people that all the time. If you're going to hold them down there or you're going to let them hold you down there, their friend's going to come kick your fucking head off. You know? Right. But what's, what's really made jujitsu and wrestling just don't make sense. Now, you want to maintain mobility when you're fighting, so you got to keep your eyes uh, on the – keep your head on the swivel, keep watching, watch back. You want to be able to hit, strike, hit and not get hit, and get out of there. And uh, that's what I'm good at. I'm good at smoking them guys before they even know what happened. Sweet. What's your nickname? Oh, that trigger not. Never mind. Pretend I didn't say that. <laughs> you threw me. You said smoking. I was saying smoking Joe Frazier. He's my favorite, man. I'm telling you, like – it's really truly an art to this. Out of my eleven bare knuckle oh, yeah. fights, uh, nine of them are knockouts. Yeah, you gotta know how to punch without breaking your hand. You, yeah, you just gotta know how to, put them to sleep. I right. haven't broken. They're they're pretty ugly, but I haven't yeah. broken. Mm -hmm. I yeah, am I, the best bare knuckle fighter. I broke this one twice. Once once against hey. Dink Abbott, <laughs> and then uh, a year later, almost. <laughs> I think uh, Quentin Henry uh, one time he, he, he when we back when he was talking smack he said I never let somebody with hands that little knock me out I told <laughs> I, I told them they get bigger the closer they get to you it's right. <laughs> stupid he's so yeah. stupid yeah no, I mean he didn't repeat that comment did he <laughs> did you always want to box or did you want to do MMA as well um well. I'm a martial artist, so uh, you remember for a while, MMA shut it down. If you weren't a boxer, if you weren't already established, boxing got really, really slow. It got really, really hard to bust into it. I think it still is. And so um, MMA was kind of like sucking guys in and and pulling, putting them through the meal, and either you had it or you didn't. Right. For me, my first three or four fights – well, actually, my I went nine and one as an amateur in MMA, which made me like, oh my God, who is this guy? I was knocking everybody out in MMA. 
And then uh, when I turned pro, I actually went 3-0, and um, all knockouts, my first three fights. I started running into trouble once they figured out that I wasn't a solid wrestler. So guys started taking me down and getting the chokes and getting the arm bars. I think I, lo- I, think I lost to every submission you can think of, arm bar, <laughs> uh, rear naked choke, Kimura. You know, I was learning on the go. But yeah. uh, if you still got knocked out. And so I became a knockout artist. Um, um, and then Bare Knuckle was legalized. So the rest is history. I, like I said, I may not I may not have been the best MMA fighter in the world, but I am, without a shadow of a doubt, the best Bare Knuckle fighter in the world. It's all that matters, baby. Yeah. Well, uh, how's the pay compared to the MMA world? Honestly, I made the most money I ever made uh, in a fight when I had my first bare knuckle fight for Dada 5000. Um, they called me up after a sputtering um, MMA career um, and paid me the most money I had ever gotten um, on my first bare knuckle fight. And then uh, it just got higher and higher and higher after that. Yeah. Um, as far as pay scale goes, I'm pretty sure uh, I get paid better than 90% of the MMA guys, unless you're the top 10% of the MMA world, you do not make more money than me. But period, point blank. There's yeah. a few top, uh, the Conor McGregor's, the the world champions, the guys who demand a crowd and who make a lot of noise. Of course, Dana White takes care of them. But the rest of those guys are fighting for peanuts. And all you got to do is look it up. Look mm-hmm. up the pay scale for UFC, and you'll see those guys are fighting for peanuts. Yeah, they are. They're, <laughs> they're screaming about them now. But uh, shit, man, congratulations. That's great. So you, you, is your gym paid for them or? Yeah, I mean, this is, yeah, this is all, this is all sweet. This is Jacksonville. We in Jacksonville, Florida. This is me. This will be, this will be my home. This is, this is all you need right here. You come here, you'll get exactly what you need. Uh, I couldn't wait to buy this place. I couldn't wait to open it up. Um, we have uh, community services as well, too. We we uh, look after the kids on the weekends and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, go to my website, www.juggernauthunt.com. If you're interested in the gym, signing yourself up or signing your kids up, just go on there where it says train with the champ, and you'll get all you need, all you guys from Duval. Come on up, man. Let's have some fun. That's beautiful, man. Take care of the kids. That's cool. Uh, so you grew up in Ohio, you said? Yeah, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, a lot, a lot different, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, it's a lot, lot different. I actually love Florida. Uh, I can't. I came here and I never wanted to leave, um, and so I didn't. Uh, uh, Cleveland was a bit uh, rough for me. You know, I don't have a whole lot of good memories from Cleveland, um, but uh, once I got out of there, I began to understand the strengths that I gathered while living down there and going right. through what I went. Right. And well, so what brought you down to Florida in the first place? Just wanting to live life, wanting that, this beautiful sunshine. Uh, I think I first came down here for uh, on college on spring break type thing, and then uh, and I like I said, I seen it. I visited here. I visited Miami. I visited St. Augustine, Daytona, and I just never wanted to leave. I had never saw anything like it. Um, never felt anything like it. The people in Cleveland, Ohio, dealing with that yearly tundra and the frozen lake and all the snow. Man, I feel for you, but I can't do it. <laughs> I, 
Where the bikinis, no, where, the, where the bikinis part of it? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all I'm all about the beach life. I'm all about swimming, <laughs> jogging. I love the sand. I I run with my dog every morning. It's always beautiful here. I'm always in shape year round. You don't got to put that weight on in the winter. Uh, I just man, listen. There's there's just too many too many beautiful things to just put it all in one interview. What kind of dog you got? Oh, uh, Rottweiler. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, she's beautiful. She's about 10 months now and she's just gorgeous. She just loves that. She's all over me every time I come home. She just breaks down and down the door. <laughs> I think the best things in the world, man, are the best things yeah. in the world. Yeah, she, she's super smart. She's hella protective. She's smart. She, yeah, she, she's, 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 she's no joke. Yeah, I went through two nasty divorces. I mean, never yet. Well, I definitely won't get married again. I'm better than, I mean, never get another relationship again. You know, shit. <laughs> I got, um, I got two dogs that are just great. You know, they're just great. Always happy to see you. You know, uh, unconditional love, man. Yeah, it's the little things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, keep you warm. <laughs> Does your dog fart like a, I got, I got English bulldog and a French bulldog. They fart in that yeah. song, Dusty. Yeah. Often, but she popped up one one time that made me think something was wrong with her. Holy shit! <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, it's a beautiful thing. Like I said, beautiful sunny Florida man. Um, I would like to I would take the phone outside and show you how gorgeous it is and how beautiful the gym is. Uh, but I don't want to drag you around. But man, it is it is just awesome here. Yeah, I was born in Florida, um, Eglin Air Force Base, which is up on the Panhandle. And my kid, my dad was a air commando back in Nam. And uh, then, uh, how'd you come by with your nickname, the Juggernaut, man? Oh, uh, just as a kid, just being that super hard head, super, super uh, talented kid that just run you over, straight line, momentum, uh, just killing it, man. Check out my sign. <laughs> See the Juggernaut life? Yeah, that is nice, man. Juggernaut Life Fitness in sunny Florida, bro. It's always beautiful here. Uh, we just we just living it up, man. It's just amazing. Like I'm I'm so I'm so proud of myself. I mean, yeah, I, I, I couldn't have made a better life for myself. So you you weren't you weren't some you weren't some X Men nerd, you know, comic book right. nerd or anything like that. You came up with the Juggernaut. You're a, a wild machine, huh? I brought you up here to show show you the sign. Show yeah. you me knocking. Yo, I got Joe Riggs up there. I mean, I got uh, Quentin Henry, Mike Richmond up there, Hector Lombard up there, sleep. Everybody up there, sleep. Barry Lozano. Yeah, this is this is this is the life right here, man. Congratulations, man. How how big is your gym? How many square foot? Uh, I say twenty five hundred square feet. Um, like I said, this is a small gym, more for personal personal training. Um. It's just, it's just gorgeous. It's the perfect space. Um, yeah, it's, it's just like I wasn't, I wasn't looking for a big place. I didn't want to be in competition with anyone. This isn't LA Fitness or nothing like that. Right. Uh, we have a bar. We have a juice bar. We got my trophy case. We got all my flyers, all the flyers up. We got weights over there. We got all the bags we need. Jump rope, ring. We do sparring in here. Um, Man, it just don't get sweeter than this. What, you know? do you do? what do you do for the kids again? Oh, uh, like I said, we teach them. Um, we teach them self defense. We bring them in here, teach them some discipline. 
Make them do some jumping jacks, run them around, teach them how to punch. We put them on the bag. We make them spar. They all got headgear and stuff. Um, yeah. the kids who love it, love it, man. They'll they'll love it here. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Yeah, about the kids, you know. Shit, mm. it really is. You know, crying. Mean, that's right. That's cool. How many kids do you have there? Oh shit, a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to make me show you how old I am. Yeah, start numbers and shit. I start start stuttering. Um, yeah, it's just crazy, and I just I just love it here. Um, we're getting ready to start class here in a minute, so guys need to go check out my Instagram page, mm-hmm. uh, the Juggernaut Hunt on Instagram. Like I said, uh, my it's just a it's just an amazing life right now everything's coming together all the skills all the hard work that i put in uh years and years and years of beating myself down now i get to beat these guys down and look good doing it good man congratulations you deserve it really what's your next fight i don't know yet uh we're in negotiations for my new contract and for my mom for the new direction um i've i've smashed through all the barriers like i said that my last fight i'm at the apex um, it's going to be up to David Feldman and Triller and uh, BKFC to get kind of real creative, try to find somebody who can match uh, my power, speed, agility, and fight IQ. Uh, somebody's in trouble. But, uh, you know, there's no shortage of guys willing to get in there and test their metal. So right. I'm with you. That's cool, man. So and now the, the, the organization you're with, is that Ken Shamrock's organization? No, it's not. Um, Ken Shamrock's organization uh, is Valor. They were just visiting um, Jacksonville and invited everybody out to have a good time. Um, mm. uh, but uh, I fight for Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. It is the fastest growing sport in the world mm. and uh, fastest growing organization. These guys are like geniuses when it comes to marketing, when it comes to pushing, when it comes to promoting, when it comes to doing the shows. Uh, week after week, a new show. Uh, this weekend, we have a doubleheader, two BKFCs, uh, 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 one in Thailand, one in Orlando, Florida. I'll be giving a seminar, bare knuckle seminar in Orlando uh, the day after the show, which is the fourth. I mean, I'm telling you, like, we're clicking on all cylinders here. Yeah. All right. It says your last fight was against UFC veteran Chris Kamazi. Kamozi, Kamazi. And it went the distance. You won by a split decision, man. Was that one of your toughest fights? Absolutely not. Um, no. some, um, some drunk judge gave him the fight. Somehow gave him a few rounds. I can't imagine. I've watched the fight a million times. He never won. He never hit me. He just took damage and wrestled for five rounds straight trying to hide his face and trying to pretend like he was tough. <laughs> I beat that. I beat on that guy for five rounds straight and it should have definitely been a unanimous decision. But you know, um, uh, when you, when you're a, a black kid from Cleveland, you kind of get used to starting the fight out a few points down. That's all I can say to that. How many rounds are there are your fights? It's five two-minute rounds. Right. Um, like, I, guys, go and look that fight up. Um, Lorenzo Hunt versus Chris Camozzi. It's, it's playing on YouTube right now. 
if you can create, create a round that he won, even not understanding the rules or nothing. Like this guy looked at worse. He looked worse every single round. He got his eyes split. He got his forehead split. He got his mouth split. He's like beat up, banged up. He's tired. He's scared. He's running. He's not punching. He's holding. I don't know how that became a split decision other than the fact that we were in his hometown and, um, and he just had, you know, he was a fan favorite, I guess. Was this late heavy or cruiserweight? It was cruiserweight. I was defending my cruiserweight belt. I bounce around in weight classes because I am a true cruiserweight, which means I'm just in that right weight class. I'm just right close enough where my discipline can allow me to make 185 and be a terrorist down there in the 185 division, as well as be masterful in the 205 division because I'm super strong as well as super fast. Those guys at 205 have trouble dealing with my speed and the guys at 185 have trouble dealing with my size and strength. Cool. Cool. So how many, how many people do you usually have in, um, in class? Know, in a class, yeah. About, about, six, about six people in the class and then I do two personal training sessions a day. Um, it's gotten really, really fun teaching these guys how to master themselves and how to move. And like I said, I love it. I try to keep the classes small because I want everybody to learn and progress. Right. Right. You get too many people there. You can't give anybody any attention. You know, it's just about the numbers then, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, do you have just women classes only or? No, no, no. It's, it's male. You know, this is, everything is, uh, you know, unisex around here. Anything <laughs> the guys, the girls can do. Uh, I don't play favorites. You know what I mean? Uh, we beat them up. And they they get tougher. We beat these guys up, and they get tougher too. It's all the same to me. All right. So, what do you what are your thoughts on the Francis Nagano and Tyson Fury fight? Do you think Francis won or? Man, like I said, I didn't I didn't think um. It should have even been close. So for it to be a split decision, like, I mean, like I said, we got more of the same nonsense, like what went on during my fight. Um, <laughs> You're honest, man. I like that. You're fucking honest. No, I mean, I mean, just think about it. I mean, come on. Like, what's a guy got to do? You you ever wonder why I knock everybody out? Right. I'm more judges than I am the my yeah. opponent. That's what I used to tell people. Don't Every, you, you, everybody. You leave it in the judge's hands. You're an idiot, man. Especially if you're black. <laughs> Everybody knows it, though. It's like a silent, known fact. Like, I mean, we've seen it across the board. We've seen it in ice skating. We've seen it in Olympics. We've seen it in track and field. Anything that can be cheated, we will be cheated. It's just a normal fact of life. I, I look back and saw Mayweather crying after he lost at the Olympics and then becomes the greatest fighter ever to grace the ring. We look at uh, Muhammad Ali and oh well not my not Muhammad Ali but uh Mike, Bill. Mike Tyson was cheated Roy Jones was cheated like it yeah, never yeah. gets old Holyfield was cheated yeah. <laughs> Holyfield was cheated it never gets old you never get tired of cheating you know what I like to tell people though if you think if you need to cheat for the guy he's not that great mm. why go through the trouble of pushing him forward, and then he's going to disappear into never land. Mm. The person who cheated was great. He didn't need help. So 
when it comes to sports and when it comes to boxing and when it comes to playing favoritism, when you decide that you need to help the other guy, he's not that good. Stop. Right. <laughs> Stop yourself. Because you're not helping him. You're not. Yeah. You're just yeah. same up for failure. Yeah. And, get and then of course a guy like me, I'll go, I'll get cheated once and then I'll go 50 and one. <laughs> And it's like, well, what happened that one time? What you think happened? What you think happened? <laughs> I got cheated. Uh-huh. So does it feel the same in Florida as it did up in Ohio then? What do you mean? The weather? No, no. It's far oh, that, that thing. Uh, that thing that we're talking about transcends time and space it just depends on where and when you bump into somebody who just feels that or been raised that way um but uh for the most part greatness will never be smothered right great will never be smothered right, look at all the uh... no different than me stacking all all of the weights on the weight bench it's heavy, it hurts, but it's the only way to get stronger. So you can stack all the odds. You can try to cheat me any which way. You can invent. It's only weights. It's only going to make me stronger. That's a hell of an attitude, man. Do you pass, it's just the truth. Do you pass it's just it the, to the kids? Yeah, of course. Yeah, they know it too. Oh, my God. The first, the first thing... You will notice with, with when you send your kid to a martial arts or to train or to class like or to these type of classes is they will stop making excuses. Nothing's more important in adulthood than to stop making excuses. Right. And when you see your child stop making excuses, you'll know you did the right thing when you put them in martial arts or boxing. Or or any type of uh of any type of self disciplining um act uh uh once he starts once they start to stop making excuses you know you got absolutely absolutely uh, all right brother what time's your class holy uh, shit now. Now. <laughs> holy shit all right man thank you very much for your time right, thanks for having me all right brother good luck peace look at the next fight man cheers. Yeah. Thank you for watching another episode of Dan and Don's Toxic Masculinity. You better like, subscribe, and share, or I'm going to come to your house.